Welcome to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I am Tom. And we are back, this time with another reaction episode to Mr. Hurwitz's Q&A session on Twitter. Yeah, uh, these are always fun, uh, and in case I haven't said it before, I just think it's really cool that he's willing to take time to reach out to the fans. Not a lot of uh, people uh, involved in the entertainment industry will do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And also around this time, you know, with everything that's been going on in month, uh, month in March thus far. Mm-hmm. So um, appreciate him giving us a you know the little bit that uh, that he has been. Uh, in this episode, we're going to cover three Q and A's. It sounds like a lot, but I think the last two were you know kind of abbreviated. Uh, so I, I think uh, I think it wouldn't take too long, but you know. Um, I, I think we're a little behind. Obviously, that's why we mm-hmm. have three mm-hmm. to cover. But also with the you know certain comic cons and stuff, I figured we try to get them all in here so that way you know if there's any information that needs to be put out there, it'll be you know readily available for those that are attending such cons. Exactly. All right. So, uh, is there anything you want to touch base on, or are you ready to kind of take a dive in? Yeah. Before we dive in, uh, there might be some new announcements uh i think since we've last recorded do you recall if we talked about the fan expo in dallas coming up in may i don't believe we did okay and even if we did here's a reminder uh in may 3rd through the 5th of this year 2019 at the fan expo uh comic con we're gonna have the the big three so martin co ralph macho billy zapka they'll be there um and also not too long ago there was some kind of private uh autograph event going on with one chad mcqueen who played dutch now the the people that was behind that is also doing a private signing with ralph macchio um is i guess it's some sort of autograph pre-order so i don't think it's something that you attend but perhaps you mail something in to have signed or you order something to have signed uh and the pre-order closes on april 30th uh, for this one and just uh look up zobie productions z-o-b-i-e productions and they should have the details there so um maybe that's something you'd look into if you know mr macho doesn't make it out your way you know kind of like how chad mcqueen uh, seldom does he ever make appearances and i think a lot of people jumped in on that too to get some autographs now real quick do you know if this is something that is only available to the attendees of that show or can anybody order a, a signed item as as far as I know, anybody can order. I believe one of our uh, group members had something signed by Mr. McQueen, and then he shared a picture of, of what it was that was autographed. I think it was just a, a picture or a poster. I, I kind of forget. So yeah, the, the details will be on you know um, you know the website. It, I, I don't have the all the details, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, uh, I think that's it uh, as far as that information goes. So we'll just go ahead and uh, get into the Q&A. So for those that are tuning in um, for the first time, perhaps, uh, these are just, uh, you know, Q&As that Mr. Hurwitz does on Twitter, where he opens it up for his followers um, to ask him usually things about stuff that he has been a part of or, or, you know, personal questions like food. You know, those are always kind of fun as well. Uh, And we take the questions and answers and we react to them you know uh, kind of give our two cents on it as well and also not everybody has twitter or facebook or whatever and for those that listen to podcasts this is just a means to pass that information out here here 
So the first one comes from one of our members uh, at Cobra Kai, Matt. Do y'all miss or did y'all miss? Sorry, did y'all discuss anything about Cobra Kai? If so, please. Oh, uh, usually I don't read like his very first tweet saying, "Hey, I'm doing a Q and A." But he's flying back from a visit with Robert Mark Kamen, uh, the winemaker who also wrote The Karate Kid. So that's what sparked all of this. So Matt's asking if him and Robert. Uh, discuss anything about Cobra Kai? If so, pleasant conversation. I, I, I not to uh, derail this already, but I love the fact that you're struggling. Uh, being that you're uh, Mr. Uh, Northwestern, having difficulty with the word y'all. I, I, I thought that was cute. Uh, oh, well, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I was born in Texas, so it's kind of like I didn't know whether to say it or not, but it's spelled <laughs> out right there. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, so to answer Matt's question, we discussed Cobra Kai many times with Robert. This trip, we learned a lot more about his life, what he's up to, and his winery. And conversations are always more than pleasant. And, you know, I, I've always thought wineries were really cool because, I mean, it's not just a job. It's not just a means to an end. But from what I understand, when you own a, a winery, it's a full-fledged lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I, I've always been fascinated by those operations. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola has one. Yes. Yeah. A rather successful one uh, from what I understand. Yeah, I see his wine bottles at the Fred Meyers and stuff all the time. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys have those, but... We have Meyers, uh, and they were founded by a Frederick Meyer. I'm not sure if they're the hmm. same guy, but I'm willing yeah, to bet it, it's the same general concept. It, it could be, you know, kind of yeah. like a big Target. Essentially, maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Except for it actually has a food section instead of like Target has like, you know, freezers. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I, I can imagine, you know, that being, oh, gosh, to, to be able to pick Mr. Kamen's brain, you know, about about the trilogy and maybe uh, some of his other writings. But it well, sounds not only like that, uh, but to get his blessing on this project, that, yes. I mean, that, that's got to yeah. be a lot. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, well, I was going to be like, well, is this, you know, uh, business or leisure or what? But it could be, it could be a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one comes from one of our members at Sabrina Obscura, Amy S., that is, random. But have you ever been asked to be on Doug Loves Movies? I noticed he's taping an episode the night before the South by uh, Southwest screening, and it made me realize you'd be a pretty good guest on that show. I have not been asked, but I'd go on. I've heard of that podcast. Is that I, big, I've I'd heard imagine? it, but I've never uh, actually had a chance to listen to it. But still, just the fact that he's willing to go on... You know, again, he's Mr. Approachable. Yeah, yeah, in her, in her which we trust. Hashtag. Yes. So, <laughs> um, uh, shout outs to those keeping those alive. Yes. Uh, the next one comes from one of our members at AmyD2416. Just rewatched the final episodes of How I Met Your Mother Again. Thoughts on Billy Zapka in the final season and maybe some poetry in Hashtag Cobra Kai. I loved watching William Zapka and Neil Patrick Harris two of my favorite people in scenes together. Loved what the How I Met Your Mother folks did with that storyline. And I have to confess, I am not all that knowledgeable on uh, How I Met Your Mother. I mean, I know that uh, William Zapka played like a, a version of himself as a birthday party clown, and he also uh, furthered the theory that... Uh, that Johnny was the actual Karate Kid, but I'm not sure what happened in the final episodes. Uh, are you able to able to clue me in, sir? 
Not a show I watched, unfortunately. And, you know, you and I, we've actually discussed uh, reviewing the episodes that he was in, mm-hmm. you know, as an episode itself. But the way things are going, um, you know, for those that have been listening to our show for a while, we've, you know, talked about reviewing movies that, you know, people part of this universe have, have been in, you know, like uh, uh, just one of the guys with Billy Zapka and Crossroads with uh, Ralph Macchio. Those will eventually come, um, maybe not in the near future. You know, we we did not anticipate getting the interviews that we have been getting. That's re- <laughs> that's really why we haven't. Re- this is a hell movies. of a good problem to have, sir. Yes, it, it really is. You know, I, I hope nobody's like, man, they they've been promising me just one of the guys. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they will eventually come. Um, but you know, with again, season two is literally around the corner, and we've been surprised to be getting people come on the show, you know, um, we're going to have the interviews, you know, before we do movie reviews, we'll, we'll do movie reviews when there's really nothing else going on, you know, pretty much. So probably after season two, you know, after all of that is over, I, I'd imagine. I, I think that's a fair guesstimate, sir. Yeah. I mean, and also, you know, we do these Q&A ones as well. Um, again, we started this show back, what, August, September, and we've already, we, we're like over 50 episodes already. And typically, podcasts, they usually do one episode a week, so 52 a year. Or did I, did I say all that correctly? Yeah. But yeah. In, in, anyway, we've been pumping out episodes is what I'm, I'm getting at. And unlike some other shows that, uh, I can think of right off the top of my head <laughs> that have not been producing content regularly, namely one that's mine. Uh, fa- failing uh, at uh, conquering the world, like that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they made a valiant effort. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna chalk it up to you being on this show. Is probably what it is. <laughs> <laughs> We've been striking hard here in first. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one comes from uh, Matt again at Cobra Kai Matt. Also, a few of us in the group was wondering if the yellow Fender Telecaster hanging in the pawn shop was the one Ralph used in the movie Crossroads. People sometimes see what they want to see. And I, I love that, but unfortunately, we don't have the Crossroads guitar. Now, here's my question. Yeah. Do you think he was alluding to all of the theories that our Facebook group members have had about those owl uh, salt and pepper shakers? And if I, he, I and if so. he is I mean, alluding to that, that's not a denial, Mr. Hurwitz. <laughs> I mean, people see what they want to see. People hear what they want to hear. I often talk about that the, that one moment in the episode escapes me right now, but it's, it's the point where Robbie's at the you know at home and Trey and uh, Cruz you know come over and they're knocking on the door. It, what I heard in my mind was in the cadence of the drum technique, right? The the little drum toys, mm-hmm. and when we had. Jeff Kaplan on the show, I asked him about that. He goes, no, that was unintentional. And he thought it was interesting that I picked up on that. Mm. Um, but no, they were just messing around on the other side of the door, really. I mean, I've I've seen all kinds of fan theories that were floated about by something very unintentional. So I, I, I agree with Mr. Hurowitz. I think it's cool that people are kind of uh, trying to figure out everything based on background details that chances are the people who put the show together never gave a second thought to. So I I think that's really cool. And and sometimes they do give a second thought to, and so it's rewarding on both sides when people pick up on it. Yeah. 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 So uh, the next one comes from Amy D again, Amy D 2416 outside of the city field, favorite baseball to attend baseball field. Probably I'd imagine she means 
Uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking so. Uh, uh, Mr. Hurwitz said, any stadium where I can watch a Mets game. Other than that, it's watching my daughter play softball. That's a that's a sweet answer when you think about it. Absolutely. Um, but also, like, anywhere to uh, watch a Mets game, I've often wanted to be on the visiting side of my Portland Trailblazers, but I don't travel enough to be anywhere else where they may be, like, the visiting team. Mm-hmm. And that, that might be... Um, I think that would be fun, you know, to be like the one person in, in a big, you know, in a sea of like home, you know, You know, homers. you'd think so, sir. But uh, <laughs> I remember one of the first times uh, my co-host on my other show, Jake and I went to Chicago. I had the bright idea of wearing my Detroit Red Wings jersey on the L train. And I can't even begin to describe the intensity and number of death stares I got. Okay, I I have been that person. Um, a, a few years back, my cousin and I, no, my brother-in-law and I, we went to a college football civil war here in Oregon. Uh, Oregon Ducks versus uh, Oregon State Beavers. Um, one's orange, one's green. Mm-hmm. We showed up in our Oregon Ducks gear, mostly green, and we literally were finding... Looking for our seats in a sea of orange, <laughs> we oh, got man. all the stairs, and oh, uh, it was I a blowout. Bet. Oregon Ducks won, and and I think um, you know the the homers. The, some were like leaving in the third quarter because it was such a blowout, and they were like shouting at us and stuff. <laughs> we didn't do anything; we just showed up in the different gear. But whatever. But okay, yeah, so sports, so I, I've sports done that. fans are really peculiar sometimes. Yeah, that's that's a word. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> The next one comes from at Borealis uh, underscore Cosmos. My apologies. Are there plans Borealis for... Christoph. Borealis? Borealis? Borealis. Borealis underscore Christoph. Cosmos. No, I go with the Twitter handle. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Uh, are there plans for Cobra Kai to be dubbed into Spanish or some other language? I know the show plays all over the world, but I believe it may just be with subtitles for now. Perhaps down the road... I'll have to ask. And, you know, that's actually a really fair point. I would imagine that it would just make it easier for folks who don't happen to speak English to enjoy the show if uh, if it was dubbed over. Yeah. My personal preference, I don't like dubbed. Oh, I, I don't either, but I also know a lot of folks who uh, can't stand when movies are subtitled. Probably more folks, in fact. My, my concern is, like, losing the translation... Um, being lost in a translation when it comes to like jokes and references and things like that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when you try to dub something, they change wordings around just so it matches up with the lips. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. So, no, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Right. Uh, the next question comes from at TJZman3. If Cobra Kai does eventually come out on Blu-ray or DVD, will there be commentaries for the individual episodes? I would hope so. If a Blu-ray comes together, I can promise we'll volunteer to do commentaries. So here's a question for you, sir. Who would you want on commentaries? And would you want more than one commentary track? Like, would you want one with the writers, producers, directors on one track? And would you want one with, say, William Zapka and Ralph Macchio on another track? And would you want some of the new cast on a third track? Or would you want just one commentary track? And if so, who would you want on that commentary track? I want a classroom of the entire class with their own microphones. And they can take turns giving tidbits. 
<laughs> oh, but have you ever listened to the commentaries like that, though? No, no. I, I was actually joking. But, oh, um, I was going to say, because I, I have, and it just it devolves into chaos very quickly. Yeah, I, I would say, um, you know, one track... Well, you know, they're only half an hour, so it's really not that bad, you know, where you can just select which ones you want to listen to. Exactly. Um, and with Blu-ray, I mean, it's just a, I mean, it's pretty easy to fit multiple audio tracks on uh, any given episode. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know if they have the time, but if if I were to, you know, d- decide how it would go, I would say, you know, the big three, uh, the, you know, the writers, the, the creators, they would kind of alternate, you know, the, maybe the ones that they direct, they would be commentating on and have um both billy and ralph on there and then you know whichever of the the new class that's kind of prominent in that episode so miguel will or sholo would probably in be in most of the episodes i would imagine you know Mm -hmm. Um, but it would be nice to hear you know like for example gianni you know who's who doesn't have like an episode but he's in a lot of scenes he would be great on commentary yeah, and but also, you know, just to kind of hear them give, like, their anecdotes uh, about their scenes and stuff like that. I guess the alternative would be pop-ups, you know, little pop-ups that maybe the actors themselves could submit to have pop-up in certain scenes or something as, you know, the viewers are watching it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like what they did on uh, some of the Karate Kid DVDs. Yeah, uh, Back to the Future as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one comes from At Alabama Mutant. Is it, didn't we talk about her like maybe six uh, Q&A episodes ago where we said don't reveal what state you live in? <laughs> I, I'm i not sure. We did. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, she asks, how did you conceive uh, of the character of Robbie and how he would be a point of contention for the leads? It started with thinking about Johnny's life. We decided that we wanted him to have an estranged son. Then when we were thinking of potential ways for Johnny and Daniel to organically interact and continue their tension, we came up with what we did for Robbie in season one. And that's actually kind of cool because, I mean, to me, it's, to, it, to me, it's telling me that they aren't trying to force situations or force characters into those situations. It's just flowing naturally, or at least as naturally as a piece of fiction can. Yeah, it um it kind of goes to what they always say, right? It's got to fit the narrative. Mm-hmm. So they have the story, and if it fits in organically, that's what they're going to go with. Absolutely. All right, good question. Uh, next one comes from Alger Shane. Is Kyler a character that could potentially be further explored in the future? Any character who has appeared on Cobra Kai or in the first four Karate Kid movies can be explored in the future. And can I just take a, a side note to say that I I love the fact that when these Q and A's first started, he was constantly getting bombarded with, "Okay, is uh, uh, this person from the movie coming in? Is that person from the movie coming in?" But now we're to the point where people are really excited and intrigued to see characters from Cobra Kai returning. I I just think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. And this might be the first time I've seen somebody ask to see if Kyler would be returning. You know, possibly in the future. Yeah, I think it is. Mm-hmm. So I'd be happy to see him back. Um, Joe Su, who, who played Kyler, was actually our very first interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one comes from the Brianna. That's what I call her. Uh, at Brianna25, our all-star. Um, in Karate Kid Part 3, Chris wads up an article about Daniel's first win. The photo is Daniel holding his trophy. 
In Strike First, we see Daniel has that same article framed in the dojo, but the photo is him and Mr. Miyagi watching Bobby fight. Did the original picture not exist anymore? I believe we switched photos because we wanted to have Daniel with Mr. Miyagi in that moment, but I'm not entirely sure. He makes so many quick decisions when in production, it's sometimes hard to remember each one. But, I mean, I I think given the situation that Daniel was in at that particular time where he was really starting to look back on his time with Mr. Miyagi for the first time in God knows how many years, uh, then he had what he perceived as a new threat from Cobra Kai. I, I think it is important to have had him kind of re- really have a moment with himself and Miyagi's memory. So I, I would agree with that decision, if yeah. that was the case. Right, right. And kudos to the Brianna, you know, uh, a.k.a. Bri- oh, wait, Encyclopedia Brianna. I don't, I don't know if she likes that one anymore. But, really? Um, I thought it was great. Yeah, I, we all think it's great. But I, I think I think there was some, uh, maybe some pushback after like me hashtagging that or, or maybe mentioning it in the last q and I'm not exactly sure. But um, look at her pointing things out, as usual. As usual, she's going to be like the quality control of, of all things Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Hmm. The next one comes from one of our other members uh, at AC Patterson 975. Bill and Ted 3 and Ghostbusters 3 are currently in development. Since you were successful in creating a really good sequel to a classic 80s franchise with Cobra Kai, what advice would you give the makers of both films I mentioned on how to bring back a classic franchise? Try to honor the originals while advancing the brand and making it uniquely relevant for today. And you know what? Um, as somebody who really does not care for most uh, reboots or sequels to 20-year-old movies, I, that's actually a really refreshing approach that he has to this. Uh, it, to me, it just seems like uh, people are doing all these uh, types of movies as kind of a way to cash in on a recognizable name brand. Mm-hmm. So the idea of not only honoring, but kind of expanding the original movie, I, I think is refreshing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you say that because of like all of these other failed attempts. Mm-hmm. And it was only like the last two years where they're starting to, you know, kind of get it right. You know, kind of um, making things their own. Like, for example, It. You know, I didn't grow up with the Tim Carey version, mm-hmm. and I found that version to be very laughable. Uh, and and I know people were frightened by, you know, uh, Pennywise and, and all these things, but the new version, that's that's my jam. I, I love that one. And I think they did enough differently to make it their own. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think they did a great job with it. All right. The next one comes from at Evan Schlossberg perhaps uh, related to Mr. Hayden Schlossberg. It's possible. He asks, uh, half sour or garlic pickles? Garlic pickles. Half sour pickles defeat the whole purpose. Go all in. Do you know what, do you, it, what, do you know what they're talking sour about? Is? <laughs> yeah, half sour pickles. What is that? I don't know. Garlic pickles sounds amazing. Oh, I've had garlic pickles. Garlic pickles are great. But I don't know what half sour pickles are. I mean, I've had garlic, kosher, dill, sweet, and like hot peppers, uh, hot pepper pickles. Right. I have no idea what half sour is. Now I wonder if this is like an East Coast thing. Hmm. 
It could be. Maybe half sour is even like slang for, a, you know. Or is it like half sour, half garlic? Or is it just not using as much dill as a traditional pickle? Um, if only I had something in my pocket that I could use to look this up right away and find out instantly. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't either. So we'll no. move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next one comes from at Ari Kagan. Did you ever think of Cobra Kai being released as a new trilogy of Karate Kid films or strictly as a series? P.S. I'm obsessed with Karate Kid, Cobra Kai, and can't wait for season two and beyond. I love what you guys are doing. Fifteen years ago, we started thinking of doing Cobra Kai as a standalone movie, exploring Johnny's perspective, but didn't think it was realistic due to the complexities of the film business. Thankfully, that never happened because the streaming show allows us to explore much more. Mm -hmm. Did you know that they were planning this all the way back then? Because this is new information to me. I had no idea that it was 15 years in the making. I did not know that they were thinking about doing a Cobra Kai standalone movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one comes from at gutter underscore hero. Will it be possible for Harold and Kumar to appear in Cobra Kai? This would actually be the greatest crossover in entertainment history. If John Cho or Cal Penn ever appear on Cobra Kai, they would be playing different characters, not Harold and Kumar. But I hope it happens one day. And again, just for the record... I've cracked that walnut. I know how to have those guys on there, have it appear organic. Just Yeah, just, it's, it's definitely one of our previous uh, Q&A episodes. Go back and check check them out. And uh, I, I expanded on that in the uh, Facebook group. It's out there. Mm-hmm. All uh, I ask in return is that you have one of them punch a guy named uh, Tom in the face. That's all I ask. And have a guy standing next to him named Peter just laughing his ass off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next one comes from at on the frozen lake. What kind of wine pairs best with a Cobra Kai episode? I'd say a bottle of Cayman, but I'm an amateur when it comes to wine pairings. Ralph Macchio, can you please help with this? And uh, I'm with him. I I respect wine. I occasionally have a glass, maybe once or twice a year, but I'm largely ignorant when it comes to wine. Same. Besides, everybody knows that the correct answer as far as what to pair with an episode of uh, of Cobra Kai is. It's, it's, it's obvious. Coors Banquet. Coors Banquet. Mm-hmm. All right. The next one comes from at Patrick R. Dorsey. Pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? Nay for me. I'm a meat lover guy. And you know what? I'm right there with him. I mean, maybe uh, a couple veggies, but you got to have meat on a pizza. Um, as far as myself with pineapple, my wife loves it, and if there's some leftover pizza in the fridge, I'm not going to turn my nose up at it, but I don't know if in my entire life I've ever purposefully ordered pineapple on a pizza. What about you? Um, I have never ordered pineapple on pizza. I have eaten it, not my favorite, not my preferred. I don't think pineapple belongs on pizza, and also, Hawaiians will tell you that is not a Hawaiian pizza. (laughs) It was actually uh, invented in Canada, sir. Well, see, there you go. You know, and that makes sense because of their Canadian bacon. Yeah. Next one comes from Valdezign. Valdezign. Aloha, John. Love the show. Would you ever come here to Hawaii to film? Maybe Daniel going back to Okinawa. Anything's possible. I know I'd love to film there. 
And you know who also uh, would love to film there? Yuji uh, Okamoto. I was going to say, just about anybody? <laughs> oh, yes, anybody. But I'm just referencing our interview with Yuji Okamoto, who was, uh, couldn't be any more excited that Karate Kid 2 was filming in Hawaii. <laughs> All right, and that was actually the last tweet for March 3rd. Uh, the next uh, next Q&A session comes on March 11th. And shout out to Rick, 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 Rick. He's the one who got this one started. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so so um, hats off to you, Rick, 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 Rick. You might have had two extra in there, but hey, that, that's hey, all right. You know, you know what? It's... He earned those two extra for this one. Touche, touche. Uh, so Mr. Hurwitz tweeted out that him, I'm just referring to this picture here. I don't know who was all on the plane, but um, you got a picture of Mr. Hurwitz, Mr. Schlossberg, and Sapka uh, in this picture, which is shout outs to Amy S., who in the group, she shared this photo and said dorks on a plane, which had me <laughs> laughing my ass off. <laughs> but anyway, Rick sees this and is like, um, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, now would be a great time for a Q&A session, just saying. And here we are. All right, so here we are. So the first tweet comes from me at Cobra Kai Pod, which, by the way, the the last one I wasn't able to make it because I, I believe I was dr- uh, on my way to a Monster Jam and I was driving and I kept on seeing my like my watch go off. I'm like, oh, I can't participate. <laughs> so it was driving me nuts. But anyway, um, this question I finally got to ask um, because we we talked about it in a previous episode and I thought that I would maybe forget, but I actually remembered. So I asked him, what's your three favorite Karate Kid slash Cobra Kai related memorabilia in your office? Some wood carvings made by fans, a pair of chopsticks Ralph Macchio gave as a season two wrap gift, and a Cobra Kai coloring book Courtney Hengler made us. We'll have to post photos sometime. Hashtag Cobra Kai. And I, I seem to remember him saying that he never had a chance to really keep many souvenirs. So it's kind of cool that maybe he's starting. Even if they aren't like screen used, he's at least keeping some mementos. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty awesome. And I would love to see those pictures. Um, I I tweeted at uh, Ms. Courtney Hangler and I said, uh, so I heard something about a coloring book and she didn't reply, but I was hoping to get a <laughs> glimpse of, of something or maybe she has an Etsy. I don't know. You know, I would love to get my hands on one it just because it's a coloring book. You know, I can give it to my six year old uh, because once the credit kid children's book comes out in May, I'm going to order that. So that way uh, he can read that because right now he's reading the Back to the Future one. Very cool. The next one comes from Amy S. at Sabrina Obscura. Besides your own panel, are you hitting up any screenings or Q&As for anything else? I wish. Our time is booked solid. Especially bummed that I wasn't there this past weekend to see the Broad City finale and Seth Rogen's new movie, Longshot. Can't wait for both of those. Longshot looks funny. I have to admit, I'm not overly familiar I believe she's running for something, and it's one of those situations where he's kind of like tagging along or part of her campaign, and uh, she starts to have fun because of him or something. You know, maybe has her break out of her shell or something. And I could be completely wrong, but that's the impression I got from watching it one time. Well, I mean, he had me sold with uh, Seth Rogen. I'm always willing to give anything that he works on a chance. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies is still uh, The Night Before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The next one comes from me again. Uh, <laughs> so this is in reference to the picture that Mr. Hurwitz tweeted. 
does Mr. Zepka need a podcast recommendation? Do those play on flip phones? And to be fair, I think they could. Uh, you would just need to download the MP3 file and upload it into the flip phone. <laughs> so a little bit tougher to do, but I believe it's possible. I, I'm trying to remember if my last flip phone had MP3 capability, and I think it did. I'm sure it did. I mean, even like the original Samsungs when they first became color. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can you can put MP3s on there. It's probably like three megabytes. <laughs> you might be able to fit half an episode on there. Maybe, maybe our reaction episode, which is like actually no, that was like fifty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to put on there. Um, all right, next one comes from our buddy Mike MacMasunis at the STL Podcast, which stands for Sweep the Leg. Will there ever be a Harold and Kumar four? The Christmas movie was the best. Thanks for all you do. I hope so. John Cho and I were discussing this the other night. We have some ideas, but it needs to be the right time. And honestly, I'm kind of wondering if with everything that he has going on with uh, Cobra Kai, if if they'd be able to to fit that in their schedule. That's a good point. That's a good point. But, you know, um, you know, they can always write at their own pace and maybe just be producers like blockers. Right. You know, somebody mm-hmm. else direct it and and all that. So that way they can still kind of balance both of them. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. The next one comes from at Jack Bauer 1210. Hi, season two looks amazing, by the way. Any news on a Blu-ray release for the show? And this is also following that big event on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, where they uh, released the uh, poster in the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Hurwitz says, uh, for now, the show is exclusively on YouTube, but we're hoping for one day. No immediate plan, sadly. And you know, I... I kind of wish that he could maybe use this Q&A as like an anecdotal piece of evidence when it comes to the marketing of the show where he can tell the people who are in charge of the distribution of this program, hey, there's clearly a demand for this to be on some kind of home video, whether it's, uh, st- you know, purchased to stream off of like iTunes or who knows what, whether it's uh, physical media Clearly, people who have watched the show want to have this as a part of their permanent library. And I know nothing that goes on, you know, behind the curtains, but it's really, really hard to believe that the people behind the decision making of this would be naive to think that there's no demand for such things. So I feel there's got to be something that's like in the way that is complicating matters. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I always kind of figured it was a, the reason why they haven't released it on home video was to incentivize people to continually pay that $10 a month. You know, they would rather have yeah. somebody pay $10 a month, 12 months a year, than somebody pay $50 once for the Blu-ray box set. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I know. I don't want to speak for you, but in uh, in our position here, you know, we're we're hearing great things from the actors themselves. Many of them are very generous with their time, and if you tweet at them a question, they're you know gladly they they gladly answer. And so th- that's kind of like been filling that void for me at least. So I'm yeah. in no hurry for such a physical copy, but obviously I would want one eventually. But just oh the yeah, fact that- if they release it, I would be snapping my wrist, you know, getting to my wallet fast enough. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd be doing crane kicks to the face to make sure I get a copy, you know. So, um, but yeah, I, 
but you know, there's there's other content out there. There's YouTubers that are making content and stuff. So hopefully that's kind of filling a certain void. But uh, yeah, it's out there, you know. But kind of like listening to a podcast on a flip phone, you just got to work a little bit harder for it. Yeah, exactly. Well, well said. <laughs> the next one comes from Rick, 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 Rick <laughs> at our Jersey underscore Devil. Have any beer can tabs hit the back of your head during the flight? I may have a concussion. <laughs> Hopefully from more than one beer cap. I mean, a concussion is pretty serious. So it'd be funny if it's actually Hayden, you know, behind him practicing, you know, <laughs> Mr. Zapka's like, no, 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 like, like, like this, like this. And Hayden keeps doing it wrong, keeps hitting John in the back of the head. <laughs> and the next, uh, well, Rick gets another question in here. Any chance you, Hayden, or Josh will attend AwesomeCon in D.C.? We will not be there, unfortunately, but we will be at WonderCon March 30th in Anaheim, and we're hoping to hit San Diego Comic-Con this summer. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Now, Peter, you're not that far outside of driving distance to those shows, are you? Anaheim is 15 hours away, driving. So you're not that far out of uh, driving distance. How, how do I know this off the top of my head? Well, let, let me tell you, Tom. Are you sitting down? So I, I am. Unfortunately, I'm not attending. Well, let me throw that out there. I don't want to get anyone excited here. But uh, not too long ago, I told my wife, wife, there's a Comic-Con <laughs> in Anaheim that I'm interested in going. Any chance I can go? And she's like, did it just come up or something? Did you know this for some time? I go, well, I mean, it's in Anaheim, so I'm sure I saw it some time ago, but didn't think, you know, I might be able to go. But, you know, it's spring break. I thought we might have something going on. And she's like, no, we don't have anything going on. And so... I waited a few days, looked online, Google Maps, and I was like, okay, 15 hours. Mm, it's still during spring break. I have the week off. What if What if I drive down there, sleep in the car, you know, go to the one day, and then drive all the way back? That way I can make it back to my Fathom, Fathom event, watch, <laughs> you know, the 35th anniversary. Yeah. And then, so I bring it up to her yesterday, matter of fact, and she goes, no, if you if you uh, you're not driving to Anaheim. If you've brought this up before, maybe we could have planned as a family to go down to California. And um, you know, I don't want to go as a family. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. Well, you know, what? we can go down to Anaheim as a family, but I'm going to want to come by myself if that was the case. But um, it sounds like you know, if we had discussed going to California during spring break, it would have been a possibility for me. <sighs> Live and learn, sir. Can I at least give you credit for referring to her as wife? And not typically her real name? No, 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 no. Typically, oh. when I uh, refer to my wife, uh, it's either uh, by her first name, but more often than not, I just say, hey, woman. Hmm. Not joking. And, and you know what? It's a term of infection that she has come to love. Okay. It's funny because we have a um, the friends of ours... The husband would always refer to the wife as woman, and she hates it, but he continues to do it. And so my wife and I, we never use each other's first names, and if we do, one of us is in trouble. Mm. Usually it's me. Uh, well, no. I To be honest, I don't remember the last time she said my name. But anyway, it's always hun, honey, terms of endearment. When the kids are around, she calls me daddy. Um <laughs> It's a little weird, but, you know, if the kids hey, are around, hey, you know, that's, that's what for, they call me. If yeah. it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. So I think honey is the, the most common name that we call each other. But uh, I just said wife because I wasn't going to drop her name in, the, in a podcast, you know. Yeah, I can see why you might not want to do that, but still. Yeah. So, but Just nope, take uh, the compliment, sir. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 
<laughs> I didn't know it was one. All right, well, let's move it along. Uh, the next one comes from Amy S. again at Sabrina Obscura. For that matter, if someone were to ask Billy for a brief tutorial on how to properly flip a bottle cap, would he oblige? Asking for a friend. He's I think under the, the friend assum- is Rick. Yeah. <laughs> He's under the assumption all people know how to do this. You may need to ask him to film a tutorial and post it on the Cobra Kai series channel. I, I don't know how to do this. I don't either. And you know what? I didn't even notice that that's what Johnny does until I think it was Voss Sanchez that actually pointed it out when him and I did a uh, Instagram live session where mm-hmm. we were supposed to drink beer, uh, um, Coors Banquet, uh, but he was able unable to find some. So I had Coors Banquet and he found whatever he had laying around and he was he gave me like a good hour and we were just kind of just BSing with our followers and you know kind of doing Q&A's and stuff but I myself tried doing that on the spot once he brought it up I haven't got a dang clue as to how to do that yeah uh you know what it's just a talent that Mr. Zapka has so uh we'll we'll leave him to it and yeah perhaps one day he can uh make a video that's quite the resume he's got there mm-hmm, actor absolutely Director, beer can flipper. I'm pretty sure that's on the resume. And guess what? Now that we said that, somebody's going to make that and post it in our group. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably Rick. Uh, The next one comes from at MH Sports 1. Will season two feel super nostalgic just like season one? I would say so. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Yeah, very good. There you go. I, I, I would hope so. Um it, again, it'd be kind of weird, like if it didn't feel nostalgic at all. These are like characters we know we've known for like thirty plus years. Mm-hmm. So, the next one comes from at gutter underscore hero. How many seasons do you foresee Cobra, Cobra Kai series going for? We don't have an exact number in mind, but we just know where it's headed and have lots of thoughts in between. That list grows daily. How many seasons of The Simpsons are there? That's. Um... 30 some odd probably i don't know i lost count <laughs> i think they did too <laughs> yeah. uh shout but out no. to matt groaning one of portland's finest huh. but no um i gotta give them all the credit in the world though for having an end game in mind i i love the fact that they know how it ends what the final resolution is going to be but they're still willing to be fluid enough in order to kind of change things on the way there hmm and uh, would you like to hear a bit of um, Simpsons trivia? I don't know if I ever shared this with you. Go for it. Uh, many of the characters' last names, maybe sometimes their first names, are actually streets in Portland. Really? Yeah. Lovejoy, Simpson, um, Bur- uh, Burnside is actually Mr. Burns, uh, Ned Flanders. And the funny thing is there's a Flanders street. And at some point, somebody went around to all of the Northeast Flanders signs and added a D to it. Now, now there's a stretch of Flanders Street that says Ned Flanders on the street signs. I would. Do you have any pictures of that? That just sounds like it'd be really cool to see. Uh, I not on my phone right now, but it's not hard to get. I was yeah. say, I'll have to look that up when we're done here. Yeah, or or yeah, if I if, uh, drive by Flanders Street, I'll take a picture and post it in our group. Awesome. All right. Uh, the next one comes from at Dave Prince thirty seven. Is it true that Tom Cole is the real villain of Cobra Kai, and will there be any more teaser trailers like the promo for the first season? Tom Cole may be the hero. It's all about <laughs> one's perspective. 
And yes, I'd expect more promos released before April 24th. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Tom Cole you know, it, is probably the hero of um, Boba T haters. <laughs> uh, it still bugs me that my name is so similar to him. Yeah, He's such yeah. a D-bag. You know, I wonder if uh, they're going to kind of retcon that in season two and be like, no, it's uh, it's Tom Cole. There's no L. Oh, no. <laughs> What's a saw? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next one comes from Cobra Kai Mom Mandy at Murdoch Mandy. Do they even have Coors Banquet on the flight? We always make sure to bring a case of our own. Hashtag Cobra Kai, hashtag carry on. Do you think that their pack of Coors Banquet is like less than three milliliters? Or what? what what's, the, what's the size that you can't hey, exceed? Hey, hey, hey. What, what, what? Cobra Kai doesn't follow any of those, that fancy air law. <laughs> okay. All right, fair. That is fair. Um, okay, all right, we'll, we'll move it along. Uh, the next one comes from at CK Never Dies. I've seen Fernandez on the packages on the trailer. Is that connected to Freddie Fernandez? Which I believe this might be uh, something that Brianna said first. There are thousands, maybe millions of people with the last name Fernandez out there. Could be anyone. And then he has the uh, old-fashioned uh, uh, smiley face uh, with uh, various characters from his keyboard. Yeah. Now, Tom, are, are you a colon with a uh, slash kind of guy, or do you put a nose with your smiley face? I, I used to put a nose. Yeah. I think nose is... Yeah, no, I'm not a nose guy. No, it, it helps paint the picture, sir. I guess so. I mean, a smiley face is a smiley face. I don't think you need a nose. All right, well... Maybe that could be a poll in our group, too. Rick, make it happen. All <laughs> right. The the next one comes from at Wiktolia. Whose idea was it to create Cobra Kai? Who was the first to come on board? Myself, Josh Hild, and Hayden Schlossberg came up with the idea for the Cobra Kai series. William Zapka was first on board, possibly because we knew him already and had met with him first. And my big question has always been, would Cobra Kai have happened if not for Hot Tub Time Machine? Mm, I think it still would have happened, yeah, because they they had the idea, and it wasn't about, I mean, and obviously we don't know, right? But Mm -hmm. I think with many projects, it's not not always like casting people you already connected with. If there's somebody that you want and you don't know them, you go out and meet them. But on the other hand, they already had an established uh, working relationship with him by that point. Right. And, they, you know, I'm assuming that uh, Mr. Zapka knew that these guys were bringing the goods when it came to writing and directing and all that stuff. And he knew that he could trust them. Yeah. But, I, I mean, you were asking if, you know, Hot Tub Time Machine was the reason, you know, that Mr. Zapka maybe the rapport that he already built, you know, knowing um, at least uh, Mr. Heald. But uh, what, what I'm just saying, like, you know, you want somebody, you go out to meet them, present to them what you have in mind. And I was just going to reference kind of like a Star is Born. You know, Bradley Cooper didn't know Lady Gaga. He was just at a, you know, cancer um, function thing where she performed. And he's like, I need to meet her and presented her the script. Uh, Next one comes from at Evan Schlossberg. Thoughts on the removal of straws in L.A.? I appreciate the attempt at helping the environment, but I like straws in my drink. What about you? I mean, what's your thoughts on this? Well... I understand what's going on, but what a lot of um, what a lot of establishments in Portland are doing is it's you have to ask for a straw, 
or some places they replaced, you know, your standard straws with the recyclable ones. Mm-hmm. Aren't know? they made out of like paper or something like that? I, I, I have no idea. Um, I don't work in that industry, so I have no knowledge. But, you know, Mr. Israel Warbe, who played Freddy Fernandez, has a thing called Strawgy, you know, and they got uh, different types of straws, you know, that are uh, environmental friendly. I hope that's a word. But in my opinion, sometimes you, there are certain drinks you want with a straw. Yeah. Bo- uh, Boba tea. Actually, you need a straw. <laughs> it actually reminds me of my wife's aunt and uncle. They're actually buying straws in bulk. Because, I mean, they're they're cheap as hell on eBay and Amazon. You can get like a thousand of them for like 50 cents practically. Okay. And the reason why they're doing this is because they want to have straws in their drink. They don't want to have the paper straws. They don't want to drink directly from the cup. And so they're literally hoarding straws. I can't help but laugh with them. People do that, you know. I think we have some boxes of straws too, but they're really for the kids. So um, the next one comes from Rick, 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 Rick. Would Hayden or Billy like to say something? In parentheses, hey, I got to strike first here. <laughs> They'll see this Q&A when they land. Neither splurge for the Wi-Fi. Hashtag Krobukai. And you know what? I think that was very, very, very well handled on both ends of that exchange. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The next one comes from at RedsFan078. Here we go. This, Sean here is the one who's been using the hashtags ever since you brought him up. Uh, can we expect any more great scenes with Daniel and flashbacks with Mr. Miyagi like we did in season one? Uh, oh, he tagged us and also hashtag oh. in her with sweet trust and hashtag Mr. Approachable. I don't give spoilers, but I can promise more flashbacks. We saw one in the teaser. Exactly. You know what? That's all I wanted to see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, you don't want a flashback to be revealed in the teaser, I'd imagine. I don't remember... The season one teaser or trailers or anything, so I don't remember if they used, you know, the flashback to the kick to the face or anything like that. But I remember when I first watched that very first episode, you know, I was grinning ear to ear, like, oh, they're replaying the tournament scene again. Then, you know, we get a strike from Johnny, then all of a sudden, boom, point. You know, then they got the graphics with the points. I'm like, whoa, what is this? You know, it's it was new. And it was like a new toy, uh, you know, of something that you love. Um, so that was really cool to see. So if they teased a flashback, I don't think you'll get the same, you know, uh, impact when it happens watching it live. Because you'll know it's coming, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one comes from at Robert Knight underscore. Any idea if the Cobra Kai season two preview shown in theaters with a 35th anniversary showing will be a full episode or clips counting the days? It will be an exclusive clip. Hashtag Cobra Kai, hashtag Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. So and again, yeah. That's not that surprising because they're, from what I understand, trying to really limit who's seeing these so far, aren't they? That's the impression that I am getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's been people saying like, hey, you know, um, we weren't able to attend the Dallas Film Festival. Is, is there any way we can see the two episodes that were shown and you have to be an accredited writer, uh, from what I read, uh, Mister Hoes tweet out one day. But I'm also, not accredited. I mean, no, I, no. I, I've got half of that equation down. I'm just not accredited. S- same. I, I write on Twitter. You know, I, I don't think that's the same. But 
you know, so I, I tied. I've scrolled, I've scrolled <laughs> many a dirty limericks in the men's room stalls. Does that count? Yeah. yeah. Uh, any of them? Oh, damn it, never mind. I was going to make I was a gonna say, none to... of them are going to be radio friendly. <laughs> well, I, I was going to reference Dumb and Dumber, but I don't remember the scribbling in the bathroom. Oh. Something about be here at some time. I was going to say, it's been so dang long since I've seen that. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so again, for anybody that is attending the 35th anniversary, I too will be attending that and I will be doing an episode to give my thoughts on the, the exclusive clip that is shown. And I already know some members of our groups that will be going in that's going to be submitting feedback. So look out for that. Very cool. Our buddies at the Cobra underscore guys, they ask, do you think Terry Silver could take down Batman? Duh. Cobra Kai never dies. Batman could. Could he? And I, <laughs> I hate to do this, but this is where I have to completely disagree with uh, Mr. Hurwitz here. Batman has died. He then proceeded to kick Death's ass. So, yeah, I think uh, Batman could easily take out Terry Silver. And I'm willing to bet he could at least outspend him. So what you're saying is Batman is a Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai wishes they could be Batman. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, uh, it's fighting words. Fight me on that one, people. I might have to put out a you know, a, a listing for a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Rick, made it, make a graphic of that. Batman with a Cobra Kai <laughs> emblem. All right. Uh, next one comes from one of our members at AmyD2416. Any fun Texas dishes you're planning to eat there? And again, this was at the uh, in Dallas, which has already happened. Any piece of barbecue put in front of me. Here, here. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've had Texas barbecue. I'm more of a St. Louis guy. Uh, but no, any kind of barbecue is a good barbecue. Yeah. And I'm not talking about grilling. I'm talking about barbecue. Grilling for amateurs. Hey, ask me which style is my favorite. Uh, whichever one's in front of you. Uh, which whatever one's edible. There you go. <laughs> yeah, same. So, um, I, oh, man, I can go for a big fat piece of brisket right now. Yeah, and you know what? Leave the sauce off. What? I don't. If it's if it's good barbecue, you don't need sauce. That is true. I mean, any good food, you don't need a one or anything like that. Okay, you know, if it's got a good rub, you'll be fine without the sauce. If it's got a good rub. If it has a good smoke ring. If it's still really tender. So the sauce would ruin it. I don't know about ruin it, but it's just unnecessary at some points. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next one comes from Small Man Syndrome. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Will the high school lives of the kids still be followed, or will this season just be about the two dojos? The high school kids and their lives will continue to feature prominently on the show. But I don't... Did he just answer the question without answering the question? Yes, um, and what I am getting from that is he may not even be referencing season two, you know, which could be possibly taking over the span of just a cruel summer. High school, That's what I'm getting out of it. Yeah, you know, high school may resume maybe at the tail end of season two, perhaps back in season three. So again, they have ideas. It's all about being greenlit and putting pen to paper. Mm-hmm. Next one comes from at iAnthony100. Which Harold and Kumar movie is your favorite and why? I love all three. Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay may be my favorite because it was the first movie I ever directed and I had such a blast making it. 
So, Peter, what's your favorite Harold and Kumar movie, and why? Um, let me see. It would probably be Guantanamo Bay. Um, gosh, I don't know. I I think the Christmas one is probably the one I saw the most recent. I mean, I really love the scene in part two where they're on the plane. Well, first off, the whole airport scene of them like tr- uh, th- them getting stopped because they're quote unquote minorities, but the TSA agent is like half black, and and like. <laughs> Kumar's calling him like Matthew Perry and stuff, but um, I remember the part where Kumar, you know, he he sneaks a bong onto the plane, the one that he built himself, and I think he goes to the bathroom to like take a puff of it, and then this like lady, she turns around and sees like a brown man in the bathroom with what she thought was a bomb. It that was like one of the funniest uh, parts of, of, of the movie for me. That's I I have to go with Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. Um, with, with me, my favorite movie of that series is always, always, always going to be the first one because it, it, it kind of came out of nowhere. It, it, Mm -hmm. I, I hate to speak negatively about any of these people, but let's face it. When that marketing campaign was amping up, when they were kind of rolling out the movie, it looked like dumb, stupid, mindless comedy. I expected nothing of it. And when I finally sat down and watched it after all of my friends were saying how great this movie was, I was blown away because I walked into it with no expectations. And no matter how great the subsequent movies in that series are, I, 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 you can't walk into that series with that same mindset. You have expectations, so to me, I, I, I'm I'm sorry. The, the the first one is always going to be the best to me because of the way I I I, I watched it. You, D- it does it that make sense? You. Yeah, it does. It, yeah, yeah. I, I I can see that. You know, I I enjoy them all. Um, I don't watch. Oh yeah, them yeah, I do nearly too. enough. Oh yeah, I'm not saying you don't enjoy the the other two, but uh, for me, I mean. The, I I don't remember like the trailers or anything like that. Um, I I don't remember the year the first one came out, so I can't place myself. Like, was I working on Blockbuster? Was it just one of those titles that I just you know I got five freebies, so I'm just gonna you know rent this one. But for me, it was two brown people that starred in a stoner movie. I was like, well, I'm gonna, <laughs> and I was like John Cho, you know, from American Pie, and um, I think Cal Penn was still newer to me. Uh, but mm-hmm. I wanted to check it out because they were minorities, and that was, you know, not a thing people did. Uh, you know, it, it, casting minorities as the, the stars of, of something like this, right? At, at least I mm-hmm. wasn't used to it. And yeah. and also, I was like, what is what is White Castle? I don't know what White Castle is, and so that whoa, introduced whoa, me. Whoa, 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 whoa! We don't have it what? over here. We don't have it over here. What? We don't have oh, it over my here. God, we just got like Chick Fil A like two years ago. Oh fuck. Fuck Chick Fil A, <laughs> White Castle's where it's at. Yeah. Well. Oh my um, God. Do you I, at least I have them in this... your frozen food section? We do, and that's that's it, it. Made me try it, and I like them. And matter of fact, I think the last time we were at uh, Fred Meyer's, you know, which I, I you know, uh, yeah, referenced we, earlier. We mentioned this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. We we call it Freddy's. So the last time I was at our Freddy's, I, I actually saw the the White Castle box. I was like, hmm. <laughs> you know, it was kind of oh my, you know, rubbing my pump a so little bit, but you, I was like, yeah. You've never had a Crave case. I've never, no, no. I've only had what oh they've had in the frozen God. food section. 
I, I don't know if this makes me badass or pathetic, but one of my life goals is to be able to finish a Crave case, which for those of you who don't know, like Peter, a Crave case is 30 of those moist, golden, delicious, little teeny tiny sandwiches that you get at White Castle all in a row. I can't do it. I probably I mean, shouldn't do it, but I want to do it. A lot of those challenges, they are made to be difficult to uh, to finish. You know, um, we have Voodoo Donuts. I think they're starting to come up now, but Voodoo Donuts originated from Portland. And now, now they have some over in, um, you know, by Universal Studios. They got some in Vegas. But anyway, they have what's called the Texas Challenge, where it's a big-ass glazed donut equivalent to six uh, glazed donuts, actually. So it's a, it's a really big one. And oh, you have to, to do that. Well, hold on now. You got to be able to do it in, I believe it was 80 seconds for it to be free. And I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't do that. Yeah. But, thank you. Uh, I, I, I actually have a recording of myself on uh, an old episode of, uh, I, I think it was still the Drunken Dork podcast where mm-hmm. I actually tried to do a White Castle Crave case and I failed miserably. It's way harder, way harder than it looks. Yeah. So, hashtag life goals. Yeah. You you know what? If it ever, if I am ever presented the opportunity, I will too attempt such uh, a feat. So I'm right there with you. So um, I guess to answer your question, me and you are both pathetic for wanting to try it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving along, uh, let's go ahead and go to this next one from at Glenn Rubenstein. If Ralph Macchio hadn't signed on, but Billy Zapka had, would you have considered a Just One of the Guys sequel series instead? <laughs> Who's to say we're still not considering that? <laughs> I feel like uh, something like this came up before, too. So um, I'd watch it. Honestly, this is one of those situations where... I'm presented with something that I didn't know I wanted until it was presented to me. Mm-hmm. I want that show. Give it to us, Big Three. Uh, no, let's let's one one. Well, yeah, yeah. Wrap <laughs> up, wrap up, Cobra Kai. So let's give us that. Uh, maybe some down the some down the line. You know, just one of the grandpas. You know, or something like that. You know, we we can wait. <laughs> we can wait for this. All right. Uh, next one comes from at Phoenix BJJ. What kind of budget would be needed to recreate Miyagi Do in Okinawa and taking the new students on a field trip to see where Mr. Miyagi came from and meet Sato? If that is even in the cards, I think it would be amazing for the new generation. Uh, that depends. Can Atlanta double as Okinawa? Um, This is just Tom saying this, but... Maybe? Because, I mean, set decoration can do quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't been to Atlanta or Okinawa, but maybe? I mean, I'm I'm sure anything is possible. But but also, you know, he mentions go meet Sato. Uh, Unfortunately, the actor Danny uh, Kamakona passed away. So Mm. um, if it's Mm. meeting Sato, it'd have to be... You know, that would, like that would be a strain on the budget, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that that's a it, it, that would be an interesting story to see, though. Yeah, even if um, actually, yeah, that would be kind of cool if uh, Daniel chartered a flight for his students to Okinawa. That would actually be kind of cool. 
It would be, yeah. And and I'm sure the kids would love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The next question comes from at AC Patterson 975. Cobra Kai is a sequel TV series to the original Friday Kid Quadrilogy, made after the remake of the original. Another franchise that did this is Evil Dead with the show Ash vs. Evil Dead, a sequel to the original Evil Dead trilogy. Did Ash vs. Evil Dead inspire Cobra Kai? I want you to listen carefully. Do you hear it? Can you hear it, Peter? Because what is being broadcast right now is the sound of my mind being blown. Because this is what Mr. Hurowitz said. I've never actually seen that show, but here it's great. On my list to eventually watch, played no role in inspiring Cobra Kai. Uh Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ash vs. Evil Dead is one of the... I would put it neck and neck with Cobra Kai. If you're into campy, funny... Balls to the wall, horror, gore, have a good time, turn your brain off, horror. Ash vs. Evil Dead is an amazing continuation of the Evil Dead franchise. I cannot recommend it highly enough. If you like Cobra Kai, I think you might really appreciate Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's that good. It is amazing. Let me ask you this. Do you know if it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know, but it's 100% on Rotten Tom. <laughs> Rotten Tom, new hashtag. <laughs> so that was actually the last tweet from that date. And so now we are going to wrap up the episode with his latest Q&A that came on March 16th. So just uh, not too long ago, really. So the first question uh, comes from at Paris Extella. Yeah, what happened at Applebee's? Perhaps you'll find out one day. Unfortunately, that day is not today. <laughs> uh, listen to those words. That day, maybe one day, and today's just not that day. So, yeah, perhaps the next day. Maybe no, we, we don't know. The day after tomorrow. Maybe. Maybe. Um, all right. So hopefully, you know, hopefully it's not like the Cincinnati box, right? From Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> See, I get that reference now, Tom, because, you know, I watched it recently. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The, the next question comes from at gutter underscore hero. Hey, John, during the Tom Cole bo- boba drink scene, I noticed this about the front passenger window. Was this because his scene had reshoots? Thanks. And I'm just looking at one image. Uh, I think the window might have been up or down at one point. That's my guess. Uh, But uh, this is what Mr. Hurwitz said. We've had no reshoots on either season of Cobra Kai. I actually wasn't on the set for the Boba Kick. My guess is that there may have been maybe a reflection issue. So they put the window down after a take, but I'm not sure. Regardless, good catch. Yeah, yeah, good catch indeed. Yeah, I, I, I always love when people catch gaffes. You know, maybe uh, maybe somebody accidentally spilled boba, boba tea, you know, on the window. They had to, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But you, you don't want to put the window down if that happens. You definitely want to clean it up. So, um, yeah, good catch indeed. 
The next question comes from at Nathan, followed by a bunch of numbers. Love the Cobra Kai Season 2 trailer. Can you tell us what is in store for Miguel in Season 2? I'm not going to tell you here, Nathan. Then it wouldn't be as much fun as when you were watching it on April 24th. And again, I've said this many times. You might think you want spoilers, but you don't really want spoilers. Nope, not at all. Um, you know what some of our members i'm not going to put any anybody on uh on blast here some of our members have stated in the group page i don't mind spoilers i'm like well seek them out yourself just don't share it here (laughs) bingo Mm -hmm. the next question comes from at lynette benny if you were a character would you be a miyagi-do person or a cobra kai person in real life i skew more miyagi-do but with the Cobra Kai edge. If I ever appear on the show, I'm unlikely to be in either dojo unless I learn karate. I mean, and let's be honest, it's never too late to learn how to kick ass. No, no. But this is actually a good opportunity for me to ask a question that I want to know the answer of. Peter, are you Team Miyagi-Do or Team Cobra Kai? Um, well, since, uh, since Nicole Brown isn't here to intimidate me, uh, <laughs> you know, probably, probably more Miyagi-Do, you know, it's really hard to say, but if Cobra Kai was real life, I might want to be more of like with the badasses or the quote unquote badasses, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's really conflicted. I, I feel like I fall in that group of people that is undecided, to be honest with you, but put a gun to my head. Probably more with... See, this is tough because, you know, how do you separate what you know about those characters and put yourself in that universe, right? Well, Mm -hmm. Miguel slash Cobra Kai, they just won the tournament. Am I... I guess I am old enough to... No, I'm not old enough to remember Daniel, the former two-time champ back from the 80s, you know, because I was Mm -hmm. was a kid then. Yeah. So... That would have no influence to me in choosing Miyagi-Do. So having said all of this long-winded answer to, or explanation to saying, probably Cobra Kai. But if I was on the YouTubes and a sponsored ad shows up and says, hey, free karate lessons. I'm like, hey, that guy owns a dealership. Maybe I'll go to him for free lessons. (laughs) (laughs) So hard to say. I don't know. Gun to my head, Miyagi-Do. Oh. Man, I, I've actually been wrestling with this question because ultimately I think the most fascinating character on this show is Johnny. So I'm not so much interested in hashtag Team Miyagi-Do, hashtag Team Cobra Kai. I'm Team Johnny because I want to see him grow as a character. I want to see him become a better person. To me, that that's the core of the story. I mean, am, am I off base on this? No, no, you're not. I don't know. I, I I can't do 50 push-ups on my knuckles. I'd be willing to try and fail miserably. Sure, sure. Uh, but there's no defeat in that, though, Joe. So. <laughs> All right. The next one comes from me. And I wish I did a kind of a little research so we could have discussed this on the pod. But I had the chance to ask him. Did you end up eating a dozen pigs in a blanket during the Super Bowl? I think I may have fallen a couple short. 
Hope you took the under. See, and I don't and it, remember what I did. I, you know, I, I remember the pigs in a blanket conversation between us because I remember saying that I've never had a pigs in the uh, blanket, and you were astonished. Well, no, I was trying to tell you how to go get something. You were too lazy to go do it. <laughs> All right, that makes sense because yeah, yeah. I am a lazy, lazy man. Yeah. So I feel I'm gonna have taken the under. But, you know, if somebody wants to go back and listen to episode 8, the Cobra Kai News episode 8, I think that's where we talk about it. All right. Excellent. All right. I mean, maybe I'll do it, too, if nobody does it. So, uh, <laughs> the next one comes from at Karate Man Mace. I need that Cruel Summer track. Please, will it be out for purchase? Maybe iTunes? Hashtag Cobra Kai. And he tags Kari Kimmel, who uh, sang that version of Cruel Summer. I'm pushing to make the full version available for purchase. I'd imagine it's going to happen at some time. I just don't know if it'll be available or after the release of the season. And actually, I mean, that's kind of a... You'd figure that that's a marketing opportunity, wouldn't you? Yeah, but, you know, kind of over our pay grade kind of thing. Like, I don't don't know how that stuff Uh, works, you know. But I would love to be able to own that version. Well, I'm imagining maybe uh, an old school music video, but instead of having uh, just the performer singing the song, you could have an intercut with footage of season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. The next one comes from Stop It 333. Will we be getting another Cobra Kai trailer? Thanks. Yes. There will be another trailer as well as additional content on the channel leading up to the release. Go to YouTube and subscribe to the Cobra Kai channel so you don't miss anything. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know about you, Mr. Peter, but I have subscribed. Of course I've subscribed. I mean, I pay for premium. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, subscribing is the least I, I can do. Um, I, I am constantly checking for updates, but uh, I, I think I have my notifications on for that channel anyway. So mm-hmm. uh, the next one comes from at switch842. She says, how do you celebrate your current project being done and quote unquote in the can? By spending as much time as possible with my family, enjoying the experience of people watching my work and brainstorming new ideas mm. you know that's actually i mean one of the things i i wish i could ask these people just the experience of the feedback because i would imagine that after 15 years of brainstorming this to finally have it out for people and to have it be as successful as it has been i i'd imagine that I I can't even imagine, really, how overwhelming that would be. Me neither. No. No. So, I mean, all... all, God, congratulations to you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Job well done uh, in advance. (laughs) (laughs) The next one, uh, next question comes from the Brianna. Uh, She asks, how's the Mets preseason going? I'm only paying attention to the cards. I, I, Most Tom, of, I believe that's the yeah. Cardinals. St. Louis, right? That I don't know. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> we 
we, most of the- we should just leave sports to the sports people. <laughs> <laughs> really. Yeah, but I, I find our awkward interpretations of this to be kind of funny. Okay. Uh, Mr. Hurwitz says, most of the players we're counting on are playing pretty well. A few frustrating injuries, a position battle at first base, just looking forward to opening day. I don't know what any of that meant. Well, a position uh, battle at first base, that, that means there's more than one people that can probably play that position, and they're trying to figure out who they're going to put at first base. Either that or it's that, you know, like when a boy and a girl kiss, that's first base. That that could be a two. Um, opening day, you know, there's a grand opening of sorts, right? Uh, and frustrating injuries. Somebody got hurt, clearly. Oh, what part did you not understand? Yes. <laughs> all right, see? Hey, you come to this show to listen to me talk about baseball because I know it all. <laughs> yes, you know everything about baseball, sir. That's right. The Cubs won the World Series in 2016, a year after 2015, as predicted in Back to the Future 2. <laughs> the next question comes from one of our members, Amy S. at Sabrina Obscura. Is it normal to be this full of anxiety and excitement over a TV show? Because I say it is, but I need a second opinion. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Lean into the excitement. And you know what? I, I have to echo this because, hey, come on. This is... This is where the fun's at, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we are all excited with her and full of anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the next one comes from the Brianna at Brianna25. Any chance of you, Josh Heald, and Hayden Schlossberg dropping by C2E2 next weekend? Unfortunately not. But we will be at WonderCon in a few weeks for a panel. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Hashtag I am jelly to those that are going to WonderCon. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, because if I remember correctly, I believe Jacob Bertrand and Shalo Mariduena will also be there. So, really missing out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, I've said it on the show a couple times. I love uh, C2E2. Every year I can't attend is a bummer. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the next question comes from at Tom Brennan NY. Do you have a favorite individual episode from season two? If so, which number? It's hard to pick. I love them all. But I'd say the season two finale is something that fans will be talking about for a long time. Wow. I can't wait to see what he's talking about. Can you? Sorry, I just fainted from that last tweet. Uh, (laughs) you know he's been saying this and i think it's just making me anticipate it even more um i'll I'll say this april 24th cannot come soon enough i know i know something big's coming i just don't know what it is uh season two of cobra kai where have you been tom jesus yeah but (laughs) i want to see what that last episode has because he's been go teasing to this the for a while. <laughs> you just get episodes no, one through no, nine. No, I just can't gonna watch do that. <laughs> I, I need context. I know. I know you hate spoilers. Yeah. All right. The next question comes from at Paris X Stella. Any chance you, Josh, and Hayden will join uh, William Zapka and Martin Cove at London Film and Comic Con this summer? I wish. If they want to fly me over and it fits in my schedule, I'm game. I've often been the type to say, hey, 
do you have a carry-on that will fit me? <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Right. And you know what? Kudos to whoever got that organized because I know people over the pond, they've been, th- this is a, a big thing for them, you know, to, to be able to finally get some of the, the cast members over there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So now if we can just get somebody to Italy for our poor little Chiara in the group page, <laughs> the lone Italian there, tra- <laughs> you know, translating everybody's, uh, you know, messages in, in the group page. <laughs> The next one comes from at Brian81879, has the idea of having any cameos from MMA fighters been proposed? It's come up. Anything's possible if it fits the story. And you know, that actually kind of, that actually feels kind of organic in a way. What do you think, Peter? I think you're not a writer. That's what I think, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well see i i took the tweet a little bit differently i i just thought that maybe mma fighters like play a character like i i didn't think that they would you know be playing themselves but i guess that's what it means to make the cameo i just figured you know like uh what was it predator it had uriah something faber uriah faber i think he was in predator he was in some movie recently i don't know but anyway he, I, I would kind of call that a cameo, even though he didn't play himself. I don't know. What is your take on the word cameo? I could see, like, maybe a big UFC or MMA fighter uh, kind of maybe sponsoring or at least making an appearance at a tournament. That would be a cameo. Yeah. Maybe we get a Dana, what's his last name? Dana, I don't know. Oh, that no. falls in the sports car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know the this was he see Dana White. Dana White. Okay, see I, that didn't sound right in my head, but yeah, Dana White. I hope it's Dana White. But anyway, what if what if he came to one of the tournaments and was like, "Hey, Johnny, we can use a guy like you in the the Federation or whatever the hell it's called." That would be bad ass. Yeah, pretty good. Like, hey, can we adopt <laughs> the Cobra Kai too? Because that's a you know pretty badass logo for a dojo. <laughs> All right. Next one comes from one of our members and friend of the show, Mr. Matt Lewis at Matt Lewis Actor, who plays Ron uh, from the All Valley Tournament Committee. He asks, when the Braves left Turner Field and Atlanta for the Burbs, it broke my heart and ticked me off and I haven't watched the game since, but I miss baseball. Should I embrace my Cobra Kai family connections to the Mets? Still NL East and stick it to the Braves? Speaking on behalf of the Mets fan base, we're happy to take you. And again, I hate to disagree with Mr. Uh, Hurowitz, but everybody knows that the real, real Braves fans are in Milwaukee. And I've just expended the last of my baseball knowledge. You're welcome. (laughs) And on that note, that's the last tweet of this Q and A. It really is. So it, that was perfect. <laughs> so all right, you know, he had so, to run. Thanked everybody for the questions. <laughs> that was that was really the last question. That's pretty cool how that all worked out. That did yes. So Peter, uh, I'm assuming that you do more things than just Cobra Kai. Where can people find you on the interwebs if uh, they want to check out the rest of your work? Well, I'll be happy to tell them that information. But first, you know, Cobra Kai Companion has its own stuff to pimp out. Uh, oh, my we God. Recently, yes, we do. W- yeah, yeah. Look at us. 
we finally got a, a phone number. I don't know if it's finally. I don't know if anybody was really asking for a phone number, but it will be in the show notes. But if anybody wants to write it down, it is 818-465-8684. Uh, the 818 is a Reseda area code. 8684 is the, the years for Karate Kid 2 and 1, respectively, was released. The 465 in the middle was just one of the options that I had to choose from. Um so that's exciting. If anybody wants to call, leave a message. We'll get that as an email, and we can put it in the show as a clip uh, so for those that wanted to call in. Um, also, we uh, I have purchased CobraKaiCompanion.com. Uh, it actually was the WordPress page where I had everything up, but it's under construction now that it is its own website. So things are you know starting to look official on our end here. And if I have not yet announced it yet, come April... We're going to be switching uh, slash releasing a new logo created by one, the Brianna. And, uh, you know, thanks her for making some artwork that we have not yet put in the group page and also our Facebook page. Uh, but obviously she's part of the team and she's been doing a lot of stuff for us beyond the curtains a little bit. But if you guys want to follow us on the social medias, we got Twitter at Cobra Kai Pod, Instagram, Cobra Kai Podcast. Again, all of that's in the show notes. And the amazing group page that's continuing to grow. We got, you know, a lot of people connected to the show that's in there too. And, you know, we have some interactions. Uh, if you want to be in said group, just search on Facebook, www.cobrakai.tvamb group, and you spell out the words period. Now, Tom, where can they find you if they want to check out some of the other stuff you do? Well, uh, on Facebook, you can find me in connection to uh, my other podcast, Jake and Tom Conquer the World. We have a Facebook group called Jake and Tom Conquer the Group. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at The Drunken Dork. And uh, I still technically do a podcast called Jake and Tom Conquer the Group. You can find that on iTunes. Tune in Radio Stitcher or any other place that you find your favorite podcasts. And I host a retro movie review podcast called Podstalgic, which you can find on Instagram and Twitter at Podstalgic. So thanks everyone for your guys' continued support. Without you guys, we don't know if we'd be pumping out this much content, let alone like the interviews and the other stuff that we do. Yes, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and saying that is not even enough, you know, kind of like what we said in the uh, Yuji Okamoto uh, interview. I, I kind of said, like, thanking him wasn't enough. What should I do? Send him, like, a fruit basket? Maybe I do that for you guys, too. You know, give me your email, and I'll send you a meme of a fruit basket. So um, thank you guys for, you know, there's many Cobra Kai podcasts out there, Karate Kid podcasts, and you guys choose to listen to us. And we thank you guys for that. All right, thank you so much, and we will talk to you later. All right, see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.